Praise the Lord, people of God. God bless you on this Friday afternoon. Thanking God for another opportunity to be before you. Amen. To bring the word out of thus said the Lord by the way of the Holy Spirit. I thank God for his spiritual strength. Amen. To uh, bring me through this week, this past week. Amen. From California back to Atlanta. Amen. And in Atlanta, having to take care of all the things that God has given for me to do today, and I can tell you, people of God, it's only by the power and the strength of the Holy Ghost, and I thank God for that today. Amen. I'm thanking God for the word that he has given to me. I tell you, it has been a challenge to bring deliverance to this word. Amen. Because there's such a challenge um, in the land right now. Uh, People are facing um, so many different things that are going on in their lives. Amen disappointments, discouragement, loneliness, defeat, anxieties, worry, and um, ending up and resulting in suicide. And this has been something that we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks, and it's just really been plaguing my heart and the hearts of some other leaders that I know that we've had to pray. And even um, on yesterday, uh, praying for a very close friend of mine that was going through and called me and um, just in total uh, tears, uh, ready to give up. And only a couple of weeks ago, um, God used him in a mighty way to save another person's life by just wearing a hat. And wearing that hat, the man was uh, contemplating suicide that day. And he was asking God, Lord, you know, just show me a sign that you're real. Show me a sign. And he walked up and the cap said, Jesus saved. And the man began to cry. And the man began to just let him know that he had saved his life by what he uh, had the cap on his head. And not only that, he prayed for the man and, you know, gave him encouragement. And here, two or three weeks later, he's discouraged. I tell you, it's not uh, something that I take lightly. I don't Uh, believe that this is normal. It's a pandemic. It's a crisis that we're going through because the enemy knows that his time is short. Amen. But I just want to thank God today for bringing enlightenment to this situation and encouragement as well to the people of God, because there's so many that are going through uh, this situation and despair and loneliness and hurt. And these uh, 
things that are plaguing their hearts, being overwhelmed with situations, and we can see and know why so many things are going on in the land. But let us pray. Father, we bless you and we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I know that this is the time and season, Father God, that you have given to us in the land, Father God, after resurrection, Jesus had went to the cross, to death, hell, and the grave, and he rose again with all power in his hands. And Father God, during this time, he told his disciples to wait in the upper room with the others that they might receive the power of the Holy Ghost. And Father God, that power is in the land to help us to be able to walk upright before you, to be able to encourage, to be able to deliver, Father God, and to heal and I just praise you today, Lord God, because I know that there are so many that are in need, so many that are going through. And because of these things in the book of John, it said, these things have I spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. In this world you shall have tribulations, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. And Father, I thank you that we are overcomers in this world and overcomers by the blood of the lamb and by the words of our testimony. So Father, I pray that someone will hear this broadcast today and that they will be able to share a word with others, God in the name of Jesus, that they have they too will have hope that Jesus Christ is still with them and he's still powerful. Even though storms are raging in our lives, Father God, and sometimes we can't even tell whether it's night or day But, Father God, we know that there's an anchor, and that anchor is in you. And so we just give you the praise, and we give you the glory. We give honor to you today, Father, because we know, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that you will make a way for us, God. You're going to make a way of escape, and that you will give us the power to continue to keep standing when it seems like everything is over. It seems like our backs are up against the wall. Father God, you will still be there. And I thank you for that. I thank you for your word, Father God, in the name of Jesus, where in your word you even told us, Father God, in the name of Jesus, to be anxious for nothing, but through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving to make our request known to you and that you give us peace that passes all understanding. Not only that, that you would guard our hearts and our minds. So we cast all our cares upon you today. And as we go through this word today, Father God, I pray that someone will be in courage will be enlightened in Jesus' name. And to you, God, we give all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you so much because you are the one that continues to be at the right hand of the Father, uh, making intercession on our behalf. And for that, we just give you praise, and we give you glory, and we give you honor in Jesus' name. And we praise you, and we say amen. I just want to Take this moment out right now just to say thank you to WKBY for all of their hard work and all the things that they do to make all the broadcasts that comes before them available to the airwaves that people will be able to hear what thus said the Lord, to hear the word of God and that they will be encouraged. I thank God for that. I thank God for each one that puts the special time and effort in to not only make my broadcast or the other broadcast that I know of to go forth, but all, all of them. And I just thank God for you. Thank thank you, uh, WKBY and your staff, for all of what you do. I really appreciate everything um, to make this possible in Jesus' name. The broadcast is going out to so many different states now, and I'm getting so many overwhelming um, 
uh, responses and just glad that God's word can go out and it does not return to him void, that people are being encouraged, that people are being uh, lifted up. And this is the blessing and this is the whole reason why God's word go out so that those that are discouraged will be encouraged for those that need to be lifted up will be lifted up. And I'm just thankful to God um, and I give him all praise and all glory uh, for the word of God. And I thank God for the anointing. Oh, glory to God. I thank you, Lord. I thank God for the anointing. I thank you, Lord, for the anointing, hallelujah, because God says the anointing will destroy yokes and it will lift up burdens off of the shoulders of his people. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord God will raise up a standard. And this is what we need. We need God's standard in this season, God's standard in this hour to be able to defeat the tricks of the enemy. The Bible tells us that Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. But Jesus came that we might have life and life more abundant. So people of God, we will not succumb to this demon devil and demonic spirit of suicide. And I just want to say now in the name of Jesus that you have no power. And I declare in the name of Jesus, as this word goes out into the atmosphere, that suicide and all of its effects is bound in the name of Jesus, and that God's people are loosed from the things that will cause them to feel hopeless and to feel like they don't have another way out in Jesus' name. And I just want to go on with this because this is very um, powerful, I believe, in Jesus' name, because as the Lord had me to study this and do some research on um, suicide and some of the... Um, effects that it have and, and it had on people in the Bible. Amen. And I was really surprised. I was trying to think of, Lord, how many people in your word have committed suicide? To my surprise, there was seven people, amen, in the Bible that uh, actually committed suicide. Two of them were um, were people that it was kind of like, you know, undecided and uh, uh, that they really committed suicide because of the acts that happened, uh, but I just want to just uh, just to be able to uh, give the information and also the encouragement of what we have uh, going uh, f- going on for us, Amen. Because there is hope, people of God. There is hope in this hour. There is hope, and we have to be the ones to be able to share that hope with others, so that they will not be able to uh, succumb to this demon devil of um, death and and discouragement, so that they will be able to have life and life more abundant, Amen. First, I want to start out with an introduction of giving you what the definition of suicide is. Um, according to Webster, it says suicide is purposely uh, uh, is to purposely take one's own life out of misdirected self-love. And the term suicide literally means uh, S-U-I, su, it means self. And side means to kill. So suicide means 
to self to kill. So therefore, uh, the meaning is suicide is to purposely take one's own life out of misdirected self-love. Amen. I just want to say this as I was doing my study uh, uh, about this. It says there is no moral defense between volitional suicide and suicide due to psychological or psychological factors such as a chemical imbalance or clinical depression, an altered mind state, a, a mental state, I'm sorry. Uh, a lot of times we wonder why people are going through uh, this these types of feelings to get to the point of wanting to take their life. You know, there are uh, scientific reasons, which uh, means the psychological uh, uh, factors such as chemical imbalance in the brain. Amen. These are things that people deal with, clinical depression. And, um, you know, sometimes their mental state of mind is altered for whatever reason, uh, that they may be going through something, amen, and it just alters how you're thinking. And most of the time, it's um, uh, the factor is what a person may be going through. And um, so, therefore, we just we have to be very aware and keen to these situations as they come, amen, and and to help us. Also, it says this distinction should be made between suicide and a willful, willful um, self-sacrifice of one's own life. Uh, examples of self-sacrifice includes the military service, dying in the defense of a friend. Um, we can also look at John uh, 15 and 13. A lot of scriptures that I'm going to give to you, write them down, go back and read them. Amen. Ministering to the infectious, sick, dangerous mission work. Amen. There were so many that went through that. Amen. And also you can see uh, scriptures, 2 Corinthians 4, uh, 7 through 18, 2 Corinthians 11, uh, 16 through 23. Amen. So in regard to to uh, his own self-sacrifice, Jesus declared, now this is powerful, Jesus declared, no one takes my life from me, but I lay it down on my own accord, and I have authority to lay it down. I have authority to take it up again, and this charge I have received from my Father. Wow, that's awesome. That's powerful. And that's John 10 and 18. Amen. I want to also bring to your attention um, some statistics that are in the world. There are roughly 29,000 successful suicides in the United States each year. Compared to 19,000 murders, 13,008 related uh, death. Amen. And this is, th these are some numbers that are quite alarming to me. 29,000 successful suicides in the United States of America. Wow. Now look, roughly 500,000 people will attempt suicide each year. Suicide is the third leading cause of death for people 
ages 15 to 25. That is alarming to me. That is disturbing to me because that puts this our teenagers and our young adults, even before these people can begin to live their lives, it's the third leading cause of death. That's sad, people of God. This is why we have to educate. This is why we have to pray. This is why we have to be on alarm as leaders in the church when you see these people or people that are going through uh, situations and parents looking at your children and seeing how they're reacting. Uh, only a couple of weeks ago, a young woman on our prayer line was praying for a family that their daughter had just graduated and getting ready to go to college. And one day they woke up and into the room and that young lady had committed suicide. How sad for the parents. They did not suspect it. It didn't, you know, uh, they didn't have any idea that their daughter was feeling that way. And this is why we have to pay attention. We have to pay attention to when they're spending a lot of time by themselves in their room. They have to pay attention if their attitude changes, their mood changes, and uh, the friends that they're keeping, the things that are going on in their life. And, you know, we have to be very aware of it. I am very aware of my grandkids and my children, my friends, the people that are in my ministry. Definitely pray all the time that God will give discernment. This is one thing that God does, and he does give discernment to leaders that are praying. Amen. And I was reading in the Bible, and I was telling another young man just on uh, Wednesday, I'm praying with another young uh, child, young man, he's my God child. His wife is now she's in a uh, place where she's getting help. But the devil is a liar. You know, Satan is a liar. He wants to try to destroy lives before they can even become to know what their purpose and their plan is. And so as this statistic has said, suicide is the third leading cause of death from people ages to 15 to 25. Look at this. 72% of successful suicides are white males. That was alarming to me. Amen. Females are more likely to attempt suicide. However, males are four times more likely to successfully commit suicide. I think about suicide in the sense and what it means as we go on into the broadcast. Suicide uh, almost always occurs in response to suffering and uh, or anticipated suffering. A lot of people don't want to go through what they uh, might feel that they're going to be going through or pain that seems unbearable, things that they just feel like there's no way out. It's like the storm, uh, uh, the songwriter uh, was saying that the storms keep on raging in my life, amen, and I can't seem to tell whether it's night or day. You know, this is what people are going through. They're continuously going through situations that causes them to be in great despair. Suffering could be physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual in nature. Amen. However, major reasons for suicide includes depression. A lot of times people have financial trouble. Dissolution of a relationship. This is something uh, I, I was just talking to another uh, uh, woman of God and uh, dissolution of relationship. 
and uh, the the person just just killed themselves because they couldn't deal with, you know, the relationship breaking up. And this is so heartbreaking and so sad to see that people, you know, are in such despair. Amen. Sometimes suicide happens as a form of protest or sexual gender confusion. Amen. So many people now, so many of our young people are going through this situation of this sexual gender confusion because Satan has went out into the land and he's, you know, bringing that type of confusion. And this is one thing that when I look at the book of Romans, it says because they knew God, they have God in their knowledge, but because they would not retain God in their knowledge, he turned them over to do that which they enjoy doing. And these are reprobate. And it's sadly to say that the reprobate are going out and bringing confusion into the world because they are confused about who they are and whose they are. Amen. And so this has been one of the uh, major reasons for uh, suicide among our young people and among people that are uh disorientated in their gender. Uh, certain, sometimes people are committing suicide as religious rituals, which is not of God. Amen. Escape from punishment. And we can see uh, how that is operating. We have a, a, a story in the news where a woman uh, that was an officer helped an inmate escape. And then once they were out on the run, she ended up committing suicide because she knew the punishment that she was going to have to go through. And I did hear on the news that they were going to be doing an investigation to make sure that the prisoner didn't kill her. But however, it was still uh, suicide for you to do this after all of this time that you've been successful in your career and you turn around and you allow a spirit, and that's what it was, to influence you to do something that uh, will cause you uh, not only spiritual ruin, but it caused her to take her life. Amen. A lot of times people are, are committing suicide just to escape pain from pain. I have a uh, my spiritual mother in California when I was there this on this past week and I went to visit her. I thank God for her. She's a very strong woman of God, but like she said, she's uh, very transparent. She said there are times that um, depression and anxiety just overwhelms her. And I thank God for her. And she's always saying, thank God for you, because I called just to check on her and always go by to visit her. Um, a couple of years ago, she had tragedy in her family, lost her husband. A couple of months later, after losing her husband, her son kills his family, kills his um, live-in um, companion, their minor son, her daughter, and then turned around the next day and committed suicide. That's four deaths. I mean, my God, how can any one person deal with this? And this woman of God, she's so strong in the spirit. And I thank God for being with her, continued prayers to go up with her to her because she teaches grief and uh, she teaches uh, about uh, counsels people on grief counseling, which is very much needed. Amen. Very much needed. She was actually praying for someone that had just, you know, the family had just committed suicide, uh, an awful suicide. Uh, someone walking in to find out that their loved one had stabbed themselves all in the neck and 
and was in the bed dead. These are situations, people, that are real. These are situations that are real. And we have to acknowledge that God is wanting us as leaders. God is wanting us as the people of God to be aware that we need to be praying and we need to be uh, seeking God uh, uh, and how to help people to get past this confusion. Amen. And this is why we must do something now. And that's why I'm bringing this awareness into the atmosphere that God wants to do something great. God is going to make a way. Amen. Some may wrongly argue that suicide ought to be allowed as a right uh, in the name of Jesus if one's body is viewed as one's own property. See, that is um, right there is altogether thrown out because the Bible says that, um, you know, there is no argument that suicide should be allowed because a person thinks that that's their own body and they can do whatever they want to. Because we have scripture that clearly uh, uh, contradicts what that statement says. Amen. First Corinthians uh, chapter 6, 19 and 20, it says, Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy, Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have received of God, and you are not your own. This is not your body. This is not your body to do what you want to do with it. Not only to commit suicide, but not only that you can't fornicate, you can't put drugs, you can't do all of these things. You're not, you know, to change your gender, to be, uh, you know, sodomizing and doing all of these things. This is not your body to do that. God, this, this body belongs to God. It says, for you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body, amen, and in your spirit, which is God. I'm going to read that to you again so that we can get this. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 19 and 20. It says, Know ye not, people of God, that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have received of God. You are not your own. Amen. For you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which is God. Amen. And I just thank God for that because, you know, we as people of God, we have to realize, you know, a lot of times that's why I said that self-love. We think that we can do whatever we want to. I mean, you can't tell me what to do. This is my body, just like with this row and uh, uh, whatever that uh, is going on about the abortion. It's... Uh, Women have a right um, to make a decision about whether they want to carry life in this body that the life, you know, God is the one that gives life. The Lord is the one, even though a male and a female come together and sperm fertilizes an egg, but it's God that gives the life. It's God that causes that life to be, uh, uh, to come to fruition. Amen. And we don't have a right to take life. Amen no matter how you look at it. Um, there are certain situations that they're arguing, but I still say that life is life. Amen. An image bearer, human beings live in, I mean, as image bearers, human beings live in a community. As such, suicide grieves those left behind. You know, we're living in a community and, and, and um, 
you know, the human beings that are in that community, people suffer. People that are left behind be uh, because of suicide, they're grieving. Families are grieving. You know, uh, children are grieving. We have another, uh, uh, another one shared about a suicide where a mother took her life. Children left behind. I mean, how people of God can we get so... Uh, to the place that we're in such despair and that no one can see this before it happens, especially when you leave children or children are in this type of uh, environment. Amen. As well as producing guilt and strained relationships. When people are left suicide, it causes people to feel guilty. I could have done more. Why didn't I see this? You know, Lord, what could I have done? And then the relationships become strained. Amen. Even sometimes, you know, when a parent's they lose a child. The two parents, their relationship becomes strained because they, you know, one is grieving more than the other and they just can't seem to get past this. Suicide is 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 devastating, not only to 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 the person that committed it, but to the people that they've left behind. Encouraging uh, suicide communicates that there is no answer to despair and no comfort in affliction. This is the opposite of what the gospel promises. Amen. God promises us life and God promises us life and life more abundant. So I just want to say to you, people of God, that, 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 that encouraging suicide is not the answer. Amen. To help people to get past their despair and their, and, and the uncomfortableness in their affliction. I'm going to talk to you a little bit later about that in the, um, broadcast and even in second Corinthians chapter four and seven when it talks about in these vessels is a treasure. Amen. In these bodies is a treasure. And the excellency of the power is not of us, but it is of God. And it says um in that very scripture, it says that um we have trouble on every side. He's letting us know we have trouble on every side, but we will not be in distress. Amen perplexed, don't understand why we're going through, don't understand the reason for why we're going through this. But he said, we will not be in despair. Amen. Persecuted. Amen. But never forsaken. God will never leave us and he will not forsake us, people of God. And this is why we have to know what the scripture says. We have to know what the promises that God has made to us in scripture. Amen. And then he tells us that we're going to feel cast down, but we will never be destroyed when we stand on God's word. Amen. The Bible tells us in Ephesians 3 and 20, it said, God is able to do exceeding and abundant and above all that we could ask or think by the power that's working within us. Amen. God has these vessels where the treasure is in, in us. Amen. The excellency of the power is in us where he can do exceeding and abundantly above all that we could ask or think. Why? Because there's something on the inside working with, with us. And that's the Holy Spirit giving you the strength, giving you the power, giving you the encouragement to keep on going, to keep on moving, to keep on striving, amen, through your tests, amen, because this is what God is wanting for us as his people 
to be able to encourage others. Amen. The Christian church has always viewed um, uh, suicide as a grave sin. Amen. And it is. It's a grave sin. It's a sin that takes you to your grave. Amen. And it's a sin that is... uh, that 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 you not going to get a chance to see God. Amen. And so this is why people of God we have to realize that sin, I mean, uh suicide is not something that we want to um encourage and we want to be able to help people to 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 get past it. And the difference between suicide and other sins is that successful suicide allows no time for repentance. Amen. If you can repent, you have a chance of getting where God can forgive you and 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 turn things back around. But if you commit suicide, there is no time for repentance. Amen. Hallelujah. Just want to talk to you. Uh there there were different uh 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 examples of of suicide, even attempted suicides in the Bible. Amen. S- Satan tempted Jesus to commit suicide. Amen. But he didn't do it. Amen. Matthew 4 and 5 and 6. Luke 4, 9 and 11. There was a Philippian jailer purpose to commit suicide in the book of Acts when Paul and Silas was in jail and the angel came in and they were going to kill themselves because they knew that they were going to die if uh, if uh, those if the prisoners had escaped. And so Paul encouraged them not to kill himself that everything was going to be okay. Moses, amen, was one that uh, wanted God to, this wasn't a, uh, he didn't attempt suicide, but he wanted God to kill him. Why? Because he didn't lead the people triumphantly to the promised land. And he said, because the people were acting like spiritual babies and Moses was overwhelmed because it was too much for him to carry in his own strength. Amen. So this was very frustrating to him. Amen. And so they asked God to kill him. It wasn't only Moses, but Elijah too. Elijah uh, was a mighty man of God. Amen. Mighty in power. And he was overcome by exhaustion, discouragement, even grief. He prayed that God would deliver him from that heavy prophetic burden that he carried and let him depart to his heavenly rest. But God didn't do that. Amen. Because he let him know you're not the only one. He said, I got 7000 that have not bowed down. He he felt that he had failed in the conversion of all of Israel and Jezebel and converting her. And he felt like he was alone to stand uh, by himself in the conflict for God's truth and righteousness. He was physically exhausted when he had that long journey trying to get away uh, from Jezebel. Amen. But God let him know that, you know what, it's not your time. And he, he gave him uh, ex- explicit instructions at that time. Jonah, Jonah, he ran because he didn't want to do what God told him because he knew that if those people repented, if he gave them that message that they were going to repent and he didn't want God to uh, 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 change his mind. And so he told God, he just, you know, just to let him die as well, because you know, he knew God was going to change his mind, amen, and destroying the Ninevites. And because they repented, amen, and, and they were evil people, amen, he, he he was just upset with God. And he said, you know, just just kill me, you know. And also in uh, Revelations, 
in chapter 9 in Revelation, it talks about how people are going to want to die. They're going to want to commit suicide and they're not going to be able to because the pain that's going to be inflicted upon them by that, by that, uh, the locust, amen, it's going to be so severe in those last days, amen, during the tribulation, this is during the tribulation, that people are going to want to die and they're not going to be able to die because uh, uh, of what they've done. According to Romans 1 and 18, it said, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Amen. And that the wrath of God is an expression of his righteousness and holiness. It is the personal anger and unchanging response to all sin, amen, provoked by the wicked behavior of mankind, nations and individuals, and their unfaithfulness to God, amen. So God, these are, these are times that people have wanted to die, amen, and they can't, amen. And there are examples in the Bible of suicide. Saul, and I was really, uh, uh, you know, uh, kind of a, not excited, but I'm not excited, but I was, uh, you know, this was to my knowledge. I said, well, God, how many people in the Bible had um, committed uh, suicide? And and this was to my knowledge. And I was like, whoa, these many people, were seven different people. Saul, he killed himself by falling on his sword once he was wounded. Amen. Um, then his humble bear killed himself. Amen. Uh, Ahithophel Pell, he was a counselor to David and Absalom. He uh, committed suicide by hanging himself uh, when his advice was uh, was spurned. Uh, Zimri, the fifth king of Israel, uh, he was uh, he he also was um, burned up in in a structural fire that he he started because. His uh, uh, he only reigned for seven days, Amen, and his kingdom fell because he had didn't he was evil in the sight of God, and he did things that wasn't right, and and he knew that they were about to take over and come in against him, and so he killed himself. Judas Iscariot, he was one of the twelve apostles that uh, uh, that committed suicide suicide by hanging himself after he betrayed Jesus. Amalek is the son of Gideon, the sixth judge of Israel. He committed suicide because he didn't want them to uh, uh, to uh, he didn't want to be known that a woman had actually uh, attempted to kill him. So he uh, he asked uh, the humble bearer to assist him, but that was uh, suicide. So this is one example that they're not really sure if you really want to call it suicide. Samson was the other uh, by the building collapse. And uh, even though he was uh, been cited as a hero of faith, you know, uh, this is an example of divinely enabled self-sacrifice after repentance. He repented, but he went in and he did something. I guess he felt, well, this is where I've got to, you know, redeem myself. Amen. So all of these um, examples of um, suicide, that's in the Bible, you know, it still doesn't make it right. Amen. And uh, they were all men as well. And so I just want to say that, uh, that, you know, the spiritually um, bankrupt of people's mindset and thought of, uh, of how they felt about themselves and how they felt about God 
you know, they were bankrupt in their spirituality that you would want to commit suicide to be able to get yourself out. And um, we just want to thank God for the word because it says scripturally generally presents these examples of suicide as as a fitting into a wicked and unrepentant life. So therefore, we need to, people of God, encourage people that suicide is not uh is not the way out. And I want to just go to uh to the word in uh want to go to the word where it will help us to believe that there is hope in uh in this life and in this time and in this season because God wants to show his people that you know his word is true. And when God calls us to suffer with him, he said, uh, this present life is not one of earthly glory and conquest. Believers are called to have joy and hope in the midst of their current trials, looking forward to the age to come. Amen. And so we need to be able to uh, encourage somebody. Philippians 4 is the example that I wanted to use. And and I tell people this all the time. And this was the time that when I was going through depression, um, sometimes I had suicidal thoughts, but I never really wanted to die. I had a reason to live. Amen. And Jesus Christ is that reason to live. And so I tell people this, do what it says and you will be able to overcome. In Philippians 4, starting at the first verse, I mean, at the fourth verse, it says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. I tell people, do what it says. Amen. Rejoice. That means, you know, sing a song, get happy, rejoice, get happy with God. And he's, and, and God said, if you forget it, amen. He said, rejoice in the Lord again. I say rejoice. Amen. Let your moderation be made known unto all men that the Lord is at hand. People of God, how are you going to tell somebody about Jesus if you don't know about him yourself? So this is why we've got to get into the word. You've got to pray. You've got to study. You've got to have fellowship. You've got to live holy. You've got to live right. Amen. Because the Bible is telling us, let your moderation be made known unto all men that the Lord is at hand. Amen. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Whoo, glory to God. Let your requests be made known unto God, people of God, unto God. And he said, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your mind through Christ Jesus. Amen. So therefore, people of God, when we were talking about from the very beginning, uh, in the word of God, when in John 16 and John 16 and three and 33, where it tells us, he said, I, I, I leave this peace with you. Amen. That you're going to have tribulations in the world. But he said, but you have overcome. Amen. Because I overcame. So therefore, people of God, we have hope to know that we are overcomers in this world. We are overcomers in this time that we're living in. And this is why when he says, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, amen, 
shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. He's here because these things he had spoken to us, that in me, that in me, that you might have peace. He said, but in this world, you're going to have tribulations, but in him, you're going to have peace. Amen. And be of good cheer. So this is why we have to go to God. And this is why we have to take our prayers to him. And he said, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. Amen. Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Amen. You hear that? He's telling them, amen. First of all, he said, go to God with thanksgiving and and prayer and, and make your supplications with thanksgiving known to God. Amen. But even in that, he says, be careful for nothing. In other words, he says, quit worrying. Stop having these anxieties. Amen. He said, I know. He said, take your, take no thought for your life, what you're going to eat, where you're going to live, what you're going to wear. God already knows that we have need of those things. But he said, but seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and everything else that you need will be added. This is where the answer to uh, not being overwhelmed and not going to that place where the enemy can get you to the point that you have to take your life because you feel that that's the only way out. He said, those things which you have both learned, come on now, both things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do those things. And this is what I tell people all the time. Do what God said, do. Amen. And the God of peace shall be with you. Amen. Hallelujah. I thank God today because I know that God is in this time and in this season and he is ready to do something so great for you today. And we need to encourage people of God that suicide is not the way out. Amen. Hallelujah. But calling upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ is. Amen. Calling upon the one that is able to do exceeding and abundant above all that we could ask to think. Amen. Calling upon him when our backs are up against the wall. Amen. And we look like things is all over. Jesus said he will make a way and he is the way, the truth and the life. Amen. Father, we bless and thank you. We give you praise and we give you glory and we give you honor because we know, God, today that you are able to do exceeding and abundant and above all that we could ask or think by the power that's working. Work in us, work through us, Father God. Work for us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Have your way, Father God, in the name of Jesus so that we, your people, Father God, will be able, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, to tell somebody that there is hope, to share hope with someone one, Father God. Let your word, Father God, in the name of Jesus, dwell in us richly, Father God. And Lord God, give us the mind of Christ that we won't have the mind to think um, upon things that will cause us to be in despair or to feel that we don't have any hope. I thank you today, Lord God. I look to the hills from which cometh my help. My help comes from you. And I thank you, Lord God, for each and every one that has heard this broadcast today, that their hope is in you, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, that we can cry out to you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Make our request known to you that you would give us peace that passes all understanding. Guard the hearts of your people. Guard their minds, God. And if there's somebody 
anybody today, Father God, that has been contemplating suicide, Father God, we just send the word out right now. That we come against those thoughts. We come against their mindset, Father God, where the enemy would want to cause them, Father God, to bring harm to themselves. And I thank you in the name of Jesus, Father God, that your spirit, Father God, would hover over them. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that will cover them, God. And Lord God, we know today, Father God, that you have your angels, your ministering angels, God, to minister to life to them in Jesus' name. Thank you for those that don't know you in the pardon of their sins, that today will be that day that somebody will take the time, Father God, to share the gospel, to share salvation uh, the prayer of salvation with them, Father God, that they may give their life to them. Father God, to families and family members that are suffering, I pray today, God, in the name of Jesus, that God, you would lift them up, Father God, that you will surround them with your peace, that you will surround them with your love, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, let your will be done concerning the life of those that have been left behind, Father God, because of victims of suicide. I thank you in advance, Father God, for what you're doing, and we just pray you today, God, and we give you glory and we give you honor in Jesus name. And we say amen and amen. God bless you all today. Thank you for allowing me to come before you. And thus said the Lord with another word from God, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Loving you all. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Share this gospel with somebody. Amen. So that we can continue to spread the word of God in Jesus name. Love you all. Have a blessed and wonderful, wonderful weekend. Oh,